0: Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, beat off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel, because here we go. Here are your guides on this journey. David Begin of Begin Insights and Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf.
1: Hello, Car Wash Nation. This is David Begin and Matt DeWolf. Welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. Matt, it's been a busy week.
0: It has been a busy week, David. It's hard yeah. to believe how quickly things are changing. Still,
1: yeah, yeah. When we talked about the ICA show canceling, that was feels like years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was was that was 2018, right? <laughs> I think so
1: it feels like it. <laughs> it feels like it. Man, things are changing. I know here in Colorado, we just got our shelter in order. Place. I know car washes are trying to figure out what to do. We just actually got a, off a call with Colorado Car Washes and uh, everybody's trying to figure out what to do. And, uh, you know, hey, you had a great call today on that uh, with Car Wash Live, I think is the name of it. Is that correct?
0: It's, uh, yeah, it's Car Wash Magazine Live.
1: Okay, great, great. And that, that is on Facebook if you want to go back and watch. But we had Eric Wolf, uh, Tom Hoffman, who's a rocket uh, superstar rock star in the car wash industry up in new york he's a member of the ica board now and uh, talked about what he was doing so that was that was super and yourself so yeah we're kind of deciding you know what do we do here with our podcast topics and i kind of had one i thought well let's shelve that one for a while but um you know i think it's just helpful to say a lot of people are trying to figure out what to do so you know based on everything we've heard and what we talked about and If I was still an operator, what would I do? I thought we'd kind of share some some ideas on what people ought to do. So I'm going to let you start, Matt, and then I'll I'll uh, add in at the end.
0: Yeah, sure. You know, I think it's it's really fascinating right now just to watch what's happening. And like you said, David, it is really challenging for everybody to figure out what's next and what should I be doing and should I be closing or should I stay open and all those implications. But you know, just for us, I think for this episode to take a moment to acknowledge, um, acknowledge the good side of, of some of this stuff is that, guess what? Now you've got time on your hands. You know, if you have closed down, there's a little time, <clears throat> even if you are open, volumes are going to be down, you know, enough that you're going to need some things to do. Right. So yeah, yeah. for me, for me, I think, um, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that on the other side of all this stuff, we'll see some really neat innovation and some really great things coming out of folks.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree that, you know, we, we we do tend to see that, right? We tend to see the best in people and the best ideas in people. And um, when when this does get back to whatever, like you said, whatever the new normal is going to be, we, we all, we'll we see some really, really interesting things. And I think we'll all be better for it. And getting back to the idea of leadership that we were talking about, you know, you've got to be a leader at this point. And it's okay to freak out for a while. And I I recommend give yourself some mental health freak out. If you just say, I'm going to freak out for 10 minutes, my recommendation is write down all the bad things that you think are going to happen. Just write them down, you know, get them out of your head, write them down and then just take it and either put it aside or throw it away, but said, okay, now what am I going to do? Right. We still have opportunities to do things and we don't, let's not let this anxiety and fear paralyze us right now. Let's keep moving and let's, keep our business you know keep thinking about our business, what it is we need to do, and uh, we'll find some creative ideas. We have one creative idea I heard today, so I'll share that later on.
0: Where do you want to start? we We came up with our uh, you know our car wash the podcast list of things. where do you want to where do you want to start in that order?
1: Um, you know I'll, I'll I'll start and I'll let you jump in. So the couple things just from an operational perspective, if you do have time, it might be a great opportunity for you to work on your policy and procedures so most of us you know have ended up with (laughs) varying forms of policies and procedures and it was the it was the biggest most difficult thing i could never get done in 15 years as a car wash operator was really create a good comprehensive policy and procedures so uh, my recommendation is just go to a whiteboard or go to a flip chart and write down you know okay what do i want to identify what are the things that have caused me problems in the past that i want somebody to know about so it could be something as simple as when do you open and when do you close? Um, like we had a policy. We always try to open 10 minutes before the walk, before our published time. And we always close 15 minutes after we close. Cause I wanted to be a car wash that focuses mm-hmm. on customer service. And I just wanted people who got there early to be able to wash their car. So getting everybody to know that, write it down, you know, make it part of your culture and it makes it very clear when everybody goes through the policy and procedures say what time do we open no we always open 10 minutes before so work on that and if you know i always thought if i could get do one a day i could get 200 done in a in a year
0: well and what a what a great time to be able to stop and think right i mean because so much of the policies and procedure stuff as you work on those it can kind of just be fly by the seat of your pants and you know, you're, you're looking at, you're looking at a thing and you're like, okay, yeah, we're let's do it this way. And then it might change next week. And it might change the week after that, but this gives you an opportunity to really think about your business and how you want to show up and how that's going to represent you to ultimately your consumers at the end of the day. Right?
1: Yes. Yes. I agree. agree. And the car wash industry is notorious for being chaotic and there's a lot of us that love that chaos and that being busy, but I've learned since I don't own a car wash, I got used to the chaos and it's very difficult for me to do what I call the deep work now and I'm having to retrain myself to be able to sit down and work on a project for an hour or two because I I love distraction. I like the shiny objects as they go by and there's no better industry than the car wash industry for shiny objects. And so now you you know, you might have to readjust yourself. You might have to really focus
0: and practice, you know, doing deep work. What do we want to go to next? If we want to, we want to stay in the deep thought.
1: Yeah. I I would say think about doing some virtual training. So if your people are at home, I mean, Zoom, who, who would have known? We should have bought Zoom stock (laughs) two, two, two months ago, but, and you know what? I don't know if they're listening, but kudos to Zoom man. those guys, I mean, I can't, we have not seen any hiccups. I don't know how they're handling the exponential use of their product, but good for them.
0: Yeah. Holy cow. The infrastructure alone of figuring out how to maintain bandwidth and keep everybody online and active is crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're just, it's just absolutely amazing how well they're doing. So good, good for them. Congratulations. But, you know, teach your people how to use Zoom and then maybe develop some virtual training or have some communication via Zoom. Um, You know, you might, might be able to get some training done in that regard where we might not be able to get together for whatever reason. But if you If you can't, then, you know, use Zoom and just communicate with people. And it's so much better to be able to do things face-to-face as opposed to over the phone. So, you know, take advantage of that technology. Um, If you need help with that technology, you can get a hold of me. I'm happy to help you. Um, You can text the word FOAM to 31996 and set up a time, and I'll show you how to use it.
0: You you may you may just have earned yourself a really busy next couple of weeks here, David. I <laughs> might have, yeah.
1: Yeah. So so that that would be number two. Number three, I think is important is decide to do with employees. There's a whole HR strategy here that we'll talk about, but you've got to decide. Don't wait until you get your, you know, shelter in place order as we did this today in Colorado. Um, you know, think about in advance if you're if you have a shelter shelter in place order. Figure out if car washes are exempt or not. We've had that discussion. The discussion was talked about this morning uh, on how to, how to address that. But decide what you're going to do with your employees. Are you going to keep them? Or are you going to have to furlough them? Are you going to have to let them go? How long do you think you can keep them for? And uh, start thinking about those things in advance. But decide what you do with your employees. Right now, it just makes the decision. When you have to make that decision, it'll make it a lot easier.
0: Well, yeah, and, and to that to that point, David, you know, when you start thinking holistically about your talent management situation, there's going to be, you know, unfortunately for some of us out there, there's going to be some consequences, right? And we're going to lose some really great people. Um, and coming out on the coming out on the other end of that, I think um, now is also a great time to be thinking about how do you reacquire the right talent, and and what are you looking at on, on those. Fronts and how are you going to screen folks? Because guess what, for the for a while now, it was really hard to find talent uh, in this industry, and we're gonna we're gonna likely see the opposite end of that here coming out of the other side of this thing. And um, screening talent can can make or break you in a lot of ways. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, and you're going to get a bunch of people from a lot of different industries that lost their jobs in those industries, and they could Mm -hmm. be potential candidates. They could be just people looking for stopgap work and then they're going to quit and go back to their own industry once it gets ramped up so it's going to be really really challenging. We say it's challenging in a hard market, but this hiring wave could be extremely challenging because you don't you got to really identify why you're hiring the people you're hiring and if they're truly interested in the car wash industry and developing a career with you or if they're just looking to use you as a kind of a stopgap measure.
0: You know the flip side of that. Uh, I don't remember when the when we did this, but I was one of the times I've been to the waterway uh, car wash locations uh, in Chicago. There, talking to Bob Dubinsky and Sean Nordguiden on the, on how they kind of do it. One of the things that I thought they shared that was fascinating is that you know they kind of take the approach once they have the people. Right? We were talking about screening the people. So once you have those people, even if they are some of these more transient folks, to to take advantage of the kind of asset while it's there, you know, don't get too stuck on this idea that, well, they might leave. Well, yeah, they might. But if this is a great opportunity, if you've got somebody coming in who maybe has a, a bent towards, you know, maybe a different perspective in retail uh, or a different service mindset or something else that they can bring in that maybe your organization can pick up on as you brought them in, you know, maybe you only get them for six months, but guess what? The, the knowledge transfer that you can pick up from them can be really valuable for you too.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. And then, you know, Bob Bob and Henry Dubinsky do a great job of training. Uh, You know, they've got locations here in Denver. Every one of their locations has a training room, which I'm super impressed with. So they really focus on training. It's an emphasis of what they do. And so that would be the other thing, you know, if you haven't developed a training program and you're just hiring people and putting them to work, think about developing a training program. And it could be something as simple as just developing a list of what you want people to know and when you want them to know it. So, you know, we our training program was just simply an Excel spreadsheet and saying, in the first week, we feel like you need to know this. In the first 30 days, you have to know this. And we went all the way up to 90 days and we sort of graded people on how well they did in the first 90 days. And then they had to take a quiz or take a test on what they learned. And it could be something simple where just identify what's got to be learned and then get your manager to understand how to do it. And you can even take it further if you want. You know, take your iPhone or your Android and create a quick video and show somebody the equipment, label the equipment, tell them what it means, tell them what to look for when they're inspecting the equipment. I'm really surprised people don't take advantage of their iPhones and just create videos. You know, they don't Mm -hmm. have to be Hollywood quality videos. They just need to be able to communicate
0: the message. Yeah, they just need to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, actually kind of brings you back to the technology piece. That we were talking about, you know, you can do the virtual trainings, but you you can also do those with your phone, you know, via FaceTime, and you can you can leverage that with some teams. You can do, um, you can also use your phones via Zoom, right? So you mm-hmm. can do some of those things where maybe you're showing a whole group of your employees what's going on, and it's real time, and you re- you can record those, and that becomes a valuable asset for you as you train folks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So start thinking about how you're going to use technology, you
0: know, in your training.
1: I think that'd be a great one. So the other one I would say is you've got some deep, if you're able to get to your facility, if employees are able to get to the facility, decide what deep maintenance needs to be done. So if you are in a shutdown phase or a slowdown phase, you know, and you have shortened your hours. So some of the, a lot of car washes right now are operating on shortened hours. Mm-hmm. Decide what it is you want to do. So instead of being open at 8 p.m. and you're closing at six or five, that gives you a lot of golden hours, you can get a lot of things done. So, you know, get ready for the rush that's going to come when people, you know, come back and start washing their cars and think about what can I get done that I've been putting off or needs to get done. So that's where a good maintenance program comes into play where you can, you know, take a look and see what, what you've deferred, but also what's upcoming in the next three months. And maybe you can get those, those items done now.
0: Yeah, no, you never really want to be doing the deep maintenance, but it's important, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I kind of put this in a presentation. you can pay me now or pay me later when right. it comes to maintenance, <laughs> you know? And that pay me later is a lot more painful than... It, yeah, that hurts a little more. That God, hurts a man. More. Yeah. If, you, if you've ever been a car wash operator, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But, so the other thing I would tell you, and Tom Hoffman had this suggestion this morning, which I thought was a super idea, is he's going to run his equipment every week. So, mm-hmm. if you're shut down, equipment is not designed to sit there. It will it will go bad in a hurry. So run it, you know, it gets the grease going in the bearings, keeps things lubricated. Um just run it for an hour or so, you know, run water on it, but but just run it to make sure it's ready to go when you when you can open. Don't don't just let it sit for for a period of time. So, thank you Tom Hoffman. I'm sure he's a big listener, you know, to to this podcast. He's a he he owns Hoffman Enterprises, Hoffman Car Wash up in New York. He's he's a rock star in the car wash industry. So if you don't know Tom, he is the man. So um, so uh, the other thing I would say, now we're kind of moving out of some of the more esoteric things. So from a financing perspective, talk to your banker. If you need to defer some mortgage payments, talk to them about possibly doing that. We're hearing right now in the industry, their bankers are are open to that right now. They'd rather not, you know, possess a car wash as opposed to, you know, defer, uh, you know, debt service for a month or two. So talk to them if you think you need some help like that. The other suggestion I've been giving a lot of my clients is get as much credit as you can get. So if you've got a line of credit, see if you, if you don't have one, get one, if you got one, double it. So, you know, you might never use it, but banks are very willing right now because money is still available for now. Get that line of credit as high as you can get it. If you need it, you know, you'll be thanking your lucky stars you did it. If you don't, it doesn't matter.
0: David, how do I, you know, if I'm a a guy, how do I start that conversation? Just a simple phone call? So
1: so most, most business owners have a direct relationship with a banker and just say, hey, I think we're doing okay, but you know, I'd like to talk to you about a line of credit or extending our line of credit or increasing it if we can. And you know, these bankers I know are having these conversations every 15 minutes right now so you know if you're in the hotel business or if you're in the hospitality business if you're in the restaurant business you know these are conversations they're having so this is not something that's going to be unusual to them but i hopefully you've got a relationship with a banker and i hopefully it's a local banker and right just just pick up the phone and call
0: and if you don't have one get one
1: get one yeah so this <laughs> is the time to start getting to know your banker and I'd I'd be surprised if you don't, I I couldn't imagine my banker for me was, was like a business partner. You know, they were, they were so helpful. They gave me the tools and technology that I needed. You know, there were people I could rely on. So my, my guess is, you know, most people out there have that relationship, but if you don't get one, get one quick. So that, that would, that's just from a finance perspective and just kind of figure out what your cash position is and decide how long you can go. So look at a burn rate. Um, you know, look look at your burn rate if you're washing 25% of your normal volume, 50% of your normal volume, or if you're washing, you know, you've got to, got to figure it out if you're washing full volume, but, you know, figure out if you decide. The other suggestion I think that was given, just to keep the unlimited plan customers together, a lot of car washes right now are deferring at least a month's payment. So they're telling people, okay. we're just not going to charge you in the month of April, or in the month of March. And uh we'll we'll catch you in a month, but that'll keep people from, from canceling. So you might be able to just defer some of the cancellations that are happening in the unlimited program.
0: Well, that's also a nice that's a nice um customer outreach piece too, right? Yeah. Like if you're you own that wash and you're communicating with your customers and talking about what's going on and being proactive, you're gonna you're gonna build a, a different level of trust than if you wait for those phone calls to come in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Tom Hoffman, he's got a, a number of car washes. So he's in a little different position, but just make sure you have somebody staffing the phones that can answer questions. Don't, don't leave those voicemails, uh, for for when you come back to the wash, cause that's not going to be great customer service. So really overemphasize customer service, get your people who have some customer service skills to get on the phone and just talk, talk to the customers right now. And, you know, those things will pay off in spades. I think, long term so the other thing i want to point out too which is what i'm thinking about is if you are open or you are closed start checking your social media more often Mm -hmm. so there might be some social media blowback again people are kind of they're wound up right now and they might not see car washing as an essential service Um, i think there's there's clear arguments that it is Um, but if you if you're a little concerned about that, watch your social media and have your response ready to go. You know why why you're staying open, why it's good for the community, why cleaning cars is is an essential service. It's not a it's not a trivial thing. Um, you know we've heard some arguments that that people in Ubers and you know that that have multiple people in their cars. It's really important to keep their car clean. Uh, you know vans where we're seeing multiple people police cars you know they tom talked about he opened one of one of his car washes or somebody opened a car wash just to wash police cars mm-hmm. so i thought that was an interesting conversation but just keep a hyper vigilance on your social media don't let things get out of control and then you know you got to make a decision if it is getting out of control what what you want to do as a business
0: yeah david you had a story too that i think you should share about the, the wash in Texas too right? yeah yeah you know, there was that's, a wash in Lubbock and I can't I don't know if it was racer car
1: wash it was Andrew or somebody I, I don't remember but what they did was just brilliant so they took this and said how do we can we make lemonade out of lemons and they basically said if you come to our wash for the first 3,000 people that come to our wash with a bag of takeout so it's supporting another industry which is the restaurant industry which is really hurting right now and most restaurants are only doing takeout. If you come with a, in your car with a bag of takeout, we'll give you a gift card and a free car wash. And the TV stations came and actually, you know, did a news story on the owner of this car wash, making that offer to, uh, to their customers. And like we were talking before, that car wash in Lubbock will never be shut down. Right. <laughs> Nobody's going to shut that thing down. But uh, that's just one good idea. So, you know, that's a guy that, that had some time and thought about how can we make this a positive situation? And I think we we need to, as individuals, need to sit down and say, how can we get some positivity out of that? That's one great idea that, boy, if you're a car wash owner, I would certainly take advantage of.
0: Yeah, and that goes back to... That goes back to this other idea we were talking about um, a little earlier about just deep thinking, right? And having time to think about some of these things. And that's a great example of thinking through your community involvement strategy and what you might be doing. Because now, guess what? He just built relationships um, with, the, with that community that are going to carry benefits for a long time. And, you know, he didn't, he didn't necessarily go out there and say, hey, I'm going to do this because it's going to give me street cred. But he, he had time to think about it and saw that opportunity in front of him and could take that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of people want to do something and for us just doing the podcast, right, it gives us something to do to feel like how how are we contributing to what's going on? Most of us are super frustrated just sitting around and trying to yeah. figure out what to do. So, you know, that's a great example of, of a guy that probably sat there and said, what can I do that's positive that can cost me some money, but help help everybody out and just make a feel good situation so i think it's super cool so i've got one more and then i'll let you go and talk right. talk about your ideas but i think also the other thing you can do is check on your car wash colleagues check on your friends and just see how they're doing right so right now with the social isolation people are really struggling to connect and again thank goodness for zoom because yeah. you do get that feeling of social connection when you're able to to watch. Usually when we record this, we turn off our cameras, but Matt and I didn't do that this time. <laughs> so we're able to look at each other and Matt's a lot better looking than I am. I can tell you that, but, uh, you know, just check on your friends, check on your car wash colleagues, just pick up the phone, you know, make that part of your strategy for each day, call three people, see how they're doing. And then I always end the conversations Anything I can do for you. Let me know. And if you need mm-hmm. to talk, give me a call.
0: Yeah, just that power of being there and, uh, you know, by our very nature, we are social beings and to to be in situations, whether you're forced to stay at home or or not, there aren't a lot of people out right now and you're doing the social distancing thing and just having some small sense of, of connection with human beings is so, so important right now for us just mentally to, to keep it kind of together.
1: Yeah, agreed, agreed. So what, what ideas did you have, Matt?
0: So, the, you know, I went, I went kind of to my roots, David. Um, you know, I come from a marketing and communications background uh, at the core here. So for me, I, I was thinking about what would I be doing if I suddenly had a lot of time on my hands? And for me, I think this is a prime time for folks to be thinking about um, big things that they don't ever probably spend a lot of time on, like your marketing plan. So, you know, it's one thing to build out this big robust marketing plan and, and have activities to do, but this is a good, a good opportunity for folks to step back and think about, you know, what, what is their brand really? How are they showing up every day with that? How are, they, how are they going to communicate that out to folks? And then when they build that marketing plan, the thing that I see so many people miss so far on is measurement, right? So think about your measurement strategy and how do you know if what you did is a good idea? You know, there's, there's little pieces of ROI and there's little things, you know, that you can measure. But really at the end of the day, if you don't have a comprehensive picture of how to measure your marketing results, you're going to be spending a lot of money for not a lot of reasons. Yeah. So I think that's a big piece. Um, and I think it's also from a marketing perspective, really important that right now, Um, we all think about kind of what's what's next and if there's it's a good opportunity for us to think about um, how we can be using maybe some platforms that we didn't have time to investigate and didn't have time to learn because it's all about I mean we have time let's learn right
1: yeah yeah agreed yeah so you know we always struggle with marketing I have struggled with it from day one and um you know i think i've always kind of shied away from marketing and thank goodness we were successful in spite of not much marketing <laughs> but i think those those times are coming to an end with all the car washes that are coming online you're going to have to be able to communicate to your potential customers and your customers that are out there and so think about your strategy and how you're going to market um you know there's a lot of great companies out there that are doing things along those lines and uh, we're going to do an interview with with a guy from OptSpot who does a lot of text marketing in, in, in a couple of weeks and we'll have him on and, and talk about how they can create. But I would love to have a texting strategy if I had my customers online right now, if I can communicate with them in real time, what's going on, that would be a huge benefit. That would be mm-hmm. a really huge benefit.
0: So, well, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, on the, on the other side of this thing, I think this is my this is my million dollar tip, million dollar money moment here for, for everybody listening. The thing that I think you're going to see when we come out the other side of this is a lot of marketing is going to focus around going back to that connection piece, right? And how are we providing an experience? So be thinking about that now and how you want to capitalize on this gap for folks who, you know, these consumers are not getting personal connections right now and they, they're dying on the vine for some real relationships. So be thinking in your in your mind about how can you really create relationships with your customers? Not just as they're on the lot and you know transacting business or you know yes it's important to give them a really great experience when they're there, but start thinking in terms of what is that customer journey like and how can I stay in touch with them and build trust and build a relationship with that customer more than just the time that they're on the lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think people are going to be dealing with post-traumatic stress syndrome mm-hmm. in some form or another after this. And the, the the companies and the brands that can help people reconnect um, when we have the opportunity to do so, I think are really going to be far out ahead of the game. But I think that's a wise observation, Matt, is thinking about where people are at. and And, the, and you know, when we start coming out of this, what can you do as a car wash to really solidify that that customer, that loyal customer?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the the only other, the only other one that I want to really share with folks because I think that this this is a thing that I talk a lot about with a lot of people, and um, it's hard to do right and hard to think about fully. But it it goes it goes one step um, below probably your marketing plan, and it's a different thing. It's it's a content strategy. So people are going to hear me say that and go, what the heck is a content strategy? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I I, have a marketing plan. Isn't that isn't that the same thing? And they're not. They're very different. Um, and I I don't know that I've seen too many folks in the industry doing this really well yet. Um, I think some are starting to, but it's really a content strategy is thinking through the, going back to that kind of customer journey, right? And thinking through where are the, where are the stories that I have to tell as an organization going to appear over time and in what platforms? So that's the most basic level of a content strategy. But if you think about you as a car wash owner operator, uh, the kinds of stories that you're sitting on, there's a lot of really good feel good stuff and a lot of really positive stuff that uh, if you take the time to plan out your content strategy and the things you're gonna share on social media, which platforms they're going to go, go on, where are you going to focus your energies and your followerships uh, to really maximize on your time and effort? Um, that content strategy piece is going to be really important for you in terms of creating those long lasting relationships that I was talking about.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's super. And, you know, you've done such a great job with Car Wash magazine in creating a content strategy because now you have so many different channels of communication like the the car wash live we did today or you did today this podcast you know joining that is is part of that content strategy and you're going to kind of be the air traffic controller of content and Mm getting it out in different ways uh in the car wash magazine again great great magazine um you know you guys have done a tremendous job with that and i've really enjoyed it and but you're now thinking in terms of content strategy so you know, I, I think, I think you especially have been given that a lot of thought. And I think it's, it's, you know, it's, if you're going to want to, you know, develop a really good, robust content and marketing strategy, that's, that's, that's a good idea.
0: And it's, and it takes
1: time. And now we have time. Yeah. Now we have time. So, you know, look at this as a gift of time. That's what I want to leave everybody with today is you've got a gift here of time. You know, there are some positives for it. How do we take advantage of it? How do we take advantage of it? So good. Well, good ideas. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate uh, the chat today. And, Always fun. Uh, we appreciate our listeners. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. Um, you can go to carwashthepodcast.com and you can find our podcast online. It'll take you to the Car Wash Magazine location. So there's a lot of other good content out there, but you'll see where the podcast is there and you can select and listen to them online there. Or whatever you get your podcast. So there's so many different places now where people get their podcast. iTunes is obviously for Apple. Stitcher is for Android. You can go to Spotify if you've got a subscription to Spotify. Google Play also has podcasts, and there's probably others out there too that we're not even familiar with. So, but uh, appreciate your comments. You know, leave comments if you will. Also, let us know if there's podcast topics you'd like us to cover. We'd love to hear from our listeners. It's uh, it's rocket fuel for me when somebody uh, hears me and say, "Oh, you're the podcast guy. Thanks so much. I've really enjoyed your podcast. That uh, that's all I need to hear. So if you want to do that online right now, spread a little love. <laughs> enjoy it. So thanks so much. We'll catch you next time on Car Washing the Podcast.
0: Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the
1: car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.